VegCast. 21, hit me again. VegCast. Welcome all to a Valentine's VegCast. VegCast. A full menu from first to last. VegCast. It's the 21st VegCast now. And as promised, we are getting these out a little more regularly now, although I have to say there will not be one uh, probably before the beginning of March now. But what a VegCast this is. We did a couple in a row on some heavier issues, and now we're looking towards some lighter holiday fare. Yes, it's almost Valentine's Day, and this VegCast, we are going to be talking about Valentine's Day-themed food. And there is one food above all others that is associated with Valentine's Day, and that is, of course, chocolate. So we have a full menu of chocolate on today's VegCast. We're also going to hear a little bit about how to pick the right Valentine's chocolates from a popular radio program detailing why you may want to pick dark chocolate to present to your loved one. Then we will have an interview with Allison Rivers Sampson of Allison's Gourmet, uh, the original vegan online store for uh, bakery items, uh, candies, chocolates, and so forth. And uh, we'll have some music that is just as sweet as can be to round it off. Yes, that's all coming up right here on... And now right here we're going to break with tradition and start off the show with a science fact. Science. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, you may go now. Uh, we're breaking with tradition also by citing something that is not uh, breaking news. This is a science fact from August of 2003, but it provides the basis for a lot of what we're going to talk about today, uh, which is dark chocolate. Uh, this is a story that combined uh, reports of two different studies. Uh, basically, the lead of the story, uh, which is from WebMD, Uh, Studies in two prestigious scientific journals say dark chocolate, but not white chocolate or milk chocolate, is good for you. Dark chocolate, and uh, this is the uh, first study, dark chocolate, but not milk chocolate or dark chocolate eaten with milk, is a potent antioxidant. Report Mauro Serafini, Ph.D. of Italy's National Institute for Food and Nutrition Research in Rome, and colleagues... Their report appears in the August 28th, that's 2003, issue of Nature. And here we have a quote. Our findings indicate that milk may interfere with the absorption of antioxidants from chocolate and may therefore negate the potential health benefits that can be derived from eating moderate amounts of dark chocolate. And a second study, dark chocolate, not white chocolate, lowers high blood pressure, say Dirk Talbert, MD, PhD, and colleagues at the University of Cologne, Germany. Their report appears in the August 27th issue of the Journal of the American Medical Association. Again, that's uh, 2003. And the uh, the takeaway from this, the article presents, translation, say dark, please, when ordering at the chocolate counter. Don't even think of washing it down with milk. And as you may recall, there was similar uh, scientific evidence about the benefits of green tea 
and how you could get certain benefits out of that unless you had milk with it. Uh, so this is an interesting finding, considering that most of the chocolate that you see advertised in America is, of course, milk chocolate. And although there are milk chocolates in other parts of the world, it is a particularly American phenomenon to think of chocolate itself uh, as milk chocolate. And we can thank mostly the Hershey Company for getting that ingrained in our consciousness. But beware, there is a dark side uh, to milk chocolate. And I'm speaking not just of the uh, torpedoing of the health benefits, but how things can go wrong. Just listen to this less-than-30-second excerpt from last Saturday's Aprarium Companion in which a man makes the mistake of giving his girlfriend milk chocolates for Valentine's Day, and she subsequently winds up leaving him and writing a book about not being walked on and makes it onto the Oprah Winfrey show. She is on Oprah. So when did the light go on? I mean, when did you finally realize that he was a a perpetual adolescent narcissist who was utterly incapable of loving you as the person you are? Well, it it was Valentine's Day, Oprah. I will never forget it. Mm -hmm. He gave me a box of milk chocolate. Milk chocolate? Yes. Oh, girl. Uh Did you say milk chocolate? Yes, yes. In this sketch, the man named Dwayne has his entire life ruined by his careless thinking in terms of what to give his valentine and thinks back on where it all went wrong. Dwayne, Dwayne thinks back. Uh, where did it go wrong, Dwayne? Uh, valentine's Day. Yeah, right. Yeah. What should you have done, Dwayne? Uh, I should have given her the dark chocolate. I found it interesting that Garrison Keillor kept hammering away at this dark chocolate theme, even returning one more time to Dwayne and instructing him on what he should do now. Spend money hand over fist. Just buy dark chocolate. Just hang the expense. Buy, buy them from this guy. This guy knows really has really good. Now, some might say that Garrison Keillor's emphasis on dark rather than milk chocolate was perhaps a reaction to speaking to me and finding out that I was a vegan just two weeks ago. Um, But actually, when I said some might say that, I really meant uh, I would say that in my wildest dreams. Uh, Nobody would actually say that. However, um, it's obvious that what, uh, what he's hitting on here is the classiness of dark chocolate versus the schlubbiness of milk chocolate. And I have to say, I used to eat milk chocolate back uh, when I was a vegetarian and not yet a vegan. And I didn't mind it. I thought it tasted good. And now, uh, having uh, acclimated my taste to dark chocolate, I can't imagine eating uh, milk chocolate and the, the taste of it, which is just so inferior. So I think that that is kind of what he's hinting at there and dark chocolate has achieved a certain cachet which is even greater than it was previously i guess it had the cachet before but people didn't think about dark chocolate that much and now that it's more in the news for these health benefits and so forth people uh do think about it even to the degree that m&ms uh has just put out a dark chocolate m&ms product and the joke there of course as i'm sure you've already guessed, is that 
it being M&M's, a product from Hershey, uh, it's not actually dark chocolate. It's not dark chocolate as we think of it. It's some dark chocolate with milk in it. So it's interesting that their allegiance to the milk-fed product, and we have to remember that Milton Hershey uh, started out as a dairy farmer, uh, that that is greater than the actual substance of the dark chocolate that uh, they would be seem to be promising people, but actually delivering uh, what is close to milk chocolate. But of course, they don't make that very clear. You have to go look for it. I had to uh, hunt around on the website just to ascertain that before making this claim. But it is now uh, clear if you go to the right place and know how to read your nutrition facts that uh, there's milk in the dark chocolate. So I suppose the moral of all of that is that if you really want to be taken seriously on Valentine's Day by your guy or gal, uh, spring for the real, honest-to-goodness, dark chocolate. And if you're looking for somewhere to get chocolates just in general, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, somebody who knows a lot about chocolate, sweets, baked goods, and so forth, and that's Allison River Sampson coming up right after this brief musical interlude. Okay, we're here now with Allison Rivers Sampson on the phone, the founder of Allison's Gourmet. Allison, welcome to VegCast. Thank you, Vance. It's good and to be here. Thank you for uh, for being on the show and agreeing to talk with us about Allison's Gourmet, the premier and original online uh, vegan bakery. Is that right? 
That's right. We've been around since 1997, so we're celebrating our 10th year anniversary this year. That's great. Well, what uh, if you could just uh, give us a brief background how Allison's Gourmet started, what uh, you know, led you to, to decide that you were going to start what's now a pretty well-known uh, brand among uh, vegan products? Sure, I would love to. Basically, way back <laughs> before 97, I used to um, just really enjoy dabbling in the kitchen, and I was vegetarian, but always wanted to be vegan, and whenever I would go to the store to buy vegan sweets, I was very disappointed. So I would play around in the kitchen and try and veganize different things, and I don't know if you remember back in, say, 89, for example, there really wasn't a whole lot available like there is now. Right. And so I came up with lots of different things, and at the time I was living alone, and I started accumulating all these baked goods in my kitchen, and so I would take them into work to share with my coworkers, none of whom were vegan, and maybe only one or two were vegetarian. And so I would, you know, present all these goodies and say, well, you know, there's no eggs, no butter, no wheat, no dairy. I would just kind of list everything, and they would eat them and say, you know, you should really sell these things. And I just sort of chuckled and said, yeah, right, whatever. And um, right. then a few years later, I found myself enjoying being in the kitchen more than my day job, and so I decided to refine my skills, and I went to a cooking school that used to be vegan but isn't anymore, so I don't really recommend it because of that, but um, when I was there, it was vegan, and so I refined my skills and opened up my company and decided to do it online because at the time I was living on a remote island near Seattle, and you could only get there by ferry. There was no bridge, and so it was really difficult to do deliveries and time-consuming and costly. So I thought, hey, why don't I have the post office be my delivery department? And so I came up originally with cookies and then was asked for more products. Brownies was next, and then we branched off into chocolates, and now we do teas and coffee and hot cocoa and gift baskets. So we're kind of seen as the online gourmet gift shop for vegans. So whenever someone has to um, has the opportunity to give a gift that they really want to impress someone, they know to come to allisonsgourmet.com. Right. And of course, uh, one of the times people want to give gifts of that sort is Valentine's Day, but we're not uh, going to try to uh, get everybody jumping on the, the phones to call uh, for this year, but they can keep in mind that uh, just about any holiday or any special occasion is a good time for gourmet cookies or chocolates, right? Absolutely, and really the best thing to do is to go to our website and see all of our offerings and just place the order there. It's really easy and quick, and we have a really quick turnaround and very high quality, so we we ship in a way that people get things as quickly as possible. Right, and I can uh, attest at a party that uh, we were having, I uh, was at a loss of how to come up with enough uh, delicious baked goods that I could personally stand behind and uh, and got a bunch of uh, your stuff sent out, and it, it arrived. It was all very well packaged. It was all very fresh, and uh, everybody uh, really dug it. It was great, so uh, that's 
another kind of application that people might think of. But let me uh, let me just ask in returning to the chocolate. Now I know uh, your cookies especially are are uh, very delicious, but uh, because of the chocolate theme for today, I wanted to ask uh, how did you come up with the, the veganizing of uh, like brownies and things that people think of as as really having to have a butter kind of component to them to make them uh, you know give them that that correct consistency and so forth. Um, That's a really good question. It was the brownies in particular were really really tricky. In fact, I spent four years perfecting those. Um, wow because I am quite a perfectionist. And brownies in particular are known for really a traditional recipe calls for two sticks of butter and four eggs. Anybody who has done any baking or tried to do any veganizing themselves knows that's a lot to try to compensate for. And so what I do when I bake, it's a really different technique than I think a lot of people do. I look at veganism and vegan food really not I don't come from the perspective of what's missing I look at what am I working with Mm -hmm. and we have such an abundance and beautiful ingredients to use when we're eating vegan food and preparing vegan food that I, I really like to push that looking at it from a lack of to more of what do we have So I look at, well, what's the eggs, what are the eggs and the butter doing in the original recipe? Mm -hmm. And then I look at, well, what vegan ingredients do those things? So I sort of have kind of a composition uh, in mind as far as where I'm going and take it from there. So what I did is I blended the ingredients in a certain way and used arrowroot flour as part of what the the eggs are doing in there. And as far as the butter, really that's just a flavor kind of thing, and we use sunflower oil, organic sunflower oil or safflower oil. So that's how I approach it. It's really quite different. Well, yeah, but it comes out, I mean, I've given them to people who were shocked to think that there were there was no butter or eggs in in these things and uh, of course that is um, I don't know if it's an explicit mission of yours but uh, it is something that a lot of uh, writers and thinkers of veganism recommend that rather than spending a lot of time hectoring people about why they shouldn't uh, you know eat meat um, a more uh, successful strategy sometimes is to get them to eat vegan food and to see that it's not this you know, just granola and celery that uh, the media, the mainstream media stereotypes it as. And uh, your uh, your products certainly, I think, go a long way toward that mission. Uh, is that is that conscious on your part or just a side effect? Absolutely conscious. In fact, whenever someone is sharing my products with someone else, I always tell them, especially if it's someone who isn't vegan, a lot of people tend to say, hey, this is vegan, try it. And I say, you know what, hold back on the vegan thing and just say, here, try this. And then ask them what they think. And once you've got them hooked, then say, guess what, you just 
enjoyed something that was vegan. And it really shifts people's perspectives a lot because so many people are afraid of the V word. In fact, we actually don't market ourselves as a vegan company because the vegan community already knows about us, which is really great. And we love, I mean, we're vegan and we love serving vegans. And we've been around long enough that, you know, the vegan community is very savvy to Allison's Gourmet, which is awesome and um, we're very appreciative. And we have so many clients now, after this many years in business, who don't even know that we're a vegan company. And they don't even know that they're eating vegan food. They just know that it's really good. And so I sort of see it as this, that's kind of my secret mission, is to show people that vegan food is really good and they don't need to be beaten over the head with, hey, this is vegan. Right. So, and yeah, it is definitely a conscious choice on my part. And I, I should say you mentioned uh, before we started taping that it it's all organic. Is that right? Yep, everything we do is organic. So I guess, I mean, there there's a certain niche that uh, some people might be feel like, oh, we're we're supporting this organic company or getting this food that we want that's organic without realizing that they're also uh, getting and enjoying vegan food. Exactly, exactly. And that's that's really part of the difference of Allison's Gourmet is that it's really important to me that everything that we offer is vegan and organic. I mean, absolutely, it has to be vegan, but it right. also has to be organic. And the other thing that's really important to me is that when people read ingredients, they know exactly what every single thing is, and they might even find all of those ingredients in their own kitchen. So we don't use things like egg replacers and um, some of the different things that a lot of other companies use, again, because we're not trying to replace eggs. We're just making something that is a little bit different, but you don't necessarily know it. If I can come again, I'm keep on circling back around to the chocolate, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's a good place to be. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you if you have... Uh, gotten more people kind of tuning into gourmet chocolate because of uh, the news over the past couple of years coming out about dark chocolate and antioxidants. Or you know, have you it's possible. It? People don't necessarily say that that's what they're looking for, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, everybody, well, not everybody loves chocolate, but I have a hard time understanding people who don't because it's such an important part of my life, (laughs) and I love it so much. But um, most people really enjoy chocolate, so I think any um, support for eating chocolate that shows that it's a positive thing, I think people are really excited to hear. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wonder what your opinion of the the new initiative from M&M's who've come out with this dark chocolate M&M's that they are ballyhooing all over the place. Uh, I'm wondering if you had any opinion on that or whether you you, uh, worry that M&M's is going to be uh, making inroads into the Allison's Gourmet market. (laughs) You know, I I actually didn't know about this until you had mentioned it, and I, you know, I think I guess that it wasn't as big companies as really like whenever they find out something that people want, they want to jump in on it. And, you know, obviously their intention is not to help make the world a more conscious place. And to be honest with you, I mean, the way I see it as far as health properties go, it's great that chocolate is considered healthy, but... 
I don't look at these kinds of things as health food. When I, you had mentioned earlier, granola and celery, and right. I happen to love both of them. But when I want chocolate cake, get out of my way. Don't try to give me <laughs> something that you know is more of the genre that is granola or celery. It's I want the chocolate cake. So, right. um, you know. It just seems like a lot of the companies really like to jump in and and get some piece of the action. And I I don't see them, you know, taking anything away from my market because we're really a premium company offering premium products and premium service. And, you know, someone who's eating M&Ms, they're just kind of at the convenience store looking for something to satisfied in that moment. And in fact, we don't even sell our products in stores. And the reason for that is that I have such high standards for quality and freshness that our products are made to not withstand the shelf at the grocery store. So that's why we ship them directly to people so that they can get them fresh and they know that they're coming from the source and that they haven't been sitting around. So are, are all of your products made to order or do you have, I mean, are they literally, you get an order and you, you start making something or do you have, you know, a just-in-time kind of a system or is that, can you share any of the, those trade secrets? Sure. Actually, we, we don't sh- we don't make to order. We actually prepare things ahead of time uh-huh. so that we have a good idea about what people, you know, what kind of orders are going to be coming in when. And, you know, after being in business for 10 years, you kind of get trends and start to see, well, what's going to happen. And so we do something a little bit more like what you said that is a just-in-time. So, and what that means is we, we make enough to know, you know, to, to take care of what's coming up. Mm-hmm. So we have an idea. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to get things out as quickly as we do because oftentimes if people order, you know, before like 6 a.m. on a Monday through Wednesday, their order will go out that day. So, you know, we really, that is really important to us. And people often have a last-minute gift they need to send or a birthday that, oh, gosh, I just remembered. And... We have a two-day air service, which is our most popular service, and people really appreciate that. And I think we've saved a lot of people's butts on that one. (laughs) All right. Well, you answered, I guess, uh, one of my uh, – what I was hoping was going to be my last question, whether you were going to expand this into an actual uh, brick-and-mortar-based operation and get get Allison's Gourmet into stores. You're not – uh, going to do that, but could you can you clue us in on any you know your future goals or hopes or dreams or visions for uh, where you're going with Allison's Gourmet? Absolutely, I, I want to correct and say it's not just because we're not doing that now doesn't mean that it's not going to be something that happens in the future. Okay. I definitely would like Allison's Gourmet to be more accessible to people, and you know I would love to have a brick and mortar shop where people come in and. They can have the whole experience of Allison's Gourmet, maybe mm-hmm. have a cafe or something like that. But there, there aren't any immediate plans for that. Um, but um, 
it is possible that we might be able to do something to offer them in stores at some point, but they wouldn't be found on the dry grocery shelf. They'd probably be in the freezer so that they'll be maintaining their freshness or something like that. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm always looking to expand and offer people more and more um, things. And we're known as an organic artisan bakery and gift shop. And so that's, that is really what is behind this company. I always come back to that, that, you know, it's got to be organic. It's got to be handcrafted and, of course, vegan. I mean, that's, that goes without saying as far as I'm concerned. And, again, gifts that impress people and that they can't get elsewhere. Like uh, one of our newest products is vegan fudge, and no one else is offering uh, a vegan fudge, and ours has to, happens to also be organic, and it's soy-free, and we are getting so many accolades for that. It's really, really wonderful to, to see how much people are, how excited they are about receiving something like that and right. numerous people took we we introduced it just before thanksgiving of 2006 and several people brought a, a tray of fudge to their thanksgiving or holiday celebrations and i got all these emails from people saying oh i'm the only vegan and everyone's waiting for the weird thing that i'm going to bring to contribute to the meal and what i brought was your fudge and everyone was going crazy for it so that was really exciting to hear and the comments that it's the best fudge that people had ever had, even non-vegan fudge. Yeah. So that's really what makes it all worthwhile for me yeah. is to to make vegans really happy and to make vegan food shine and for non-vegans to get excited about vegan food. Great. And that's, uh, of course, allisonsgourmet.com. The uh, the name of the company has an apostrophe, but don't put an apostrophe in the web address or it, uh, it might screw something up. Uh, and, Allison, thank you for being with us on VegCast. And I know you have a uh, baby that you need to get back to there, so I'll let you go. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Vance. I really appreciate the opportunity. That's great, and thank you for doing everything that you're doing for, uh, for veganism and for people that just enjoy eating vegan food. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Okay. I'll see you later. Okay. Thanks. Okay. That's going to wrap up this Valentine's Day edition of VegCast. Thanks to Allison River Sampson for talking with us. And thanks to Moby for giving us permission to play his work. That was Fireworks from the album 18. And thank you in advance to Minnesota Public Radio for not suing us over uh, those less than 30-second excerpts from last Saturday's A Prairie Home Companion. Uh, thanks for downloading VegCast. I'll see you at the beginning of March. Until then, this is Vance. Get out there and live like you mean it. Veg.